what's up jelly beans welcome back to another episode of jelly hi we made it to episode 10 i know that was our goal that was our goal so i guess we'll see where we go from here let's set another goal so we don't completely flop this well let's aim for 15 okay okay per but i'm proud of you for actually sticking through 10 episodes because i know how she is with forming habits you're and right. not committing to things you're right remember you were gonna be on your like photography photography era well girl i just can't afford a camera currently you have a phone well so i mean go I take... out there and take some pictures well period i mean i literally this can't even run photoshop or anything so well, i'm working with a chromebook currently. your computer yes girl well, that's fine. You can just edit. There's Photoshop on your phone. There's well, girl, if you're your phone. I mean, I do take photos on my phone and I edit them on my phone. But that's not like real photography. You have to start somewhere. Well, I have started. So period. Well, I'm happy for you, girl. Like, she's mad that I'm really I'm, not mad. I'm just trying to support her and her dreams of becoming a photographer. And it's when, really not a dream, though. Okay, well, I'm supporting whatever it is. Your well, hobby, well, hobbies, period. your interests, your pipe dreams. Well, girl, I saw that you were on your pipe dream vibe with your photography, too. What do you mean? Okay, I saw your pictures from D.C. Oh, she's stalking me. Not stalking. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not allowed any information on my life. Oh, Philly. She, she better block me. I fully will. In real life, too. Well, period. But yeah, what Elias was referring to is I took a little weekend trip to USA's capital mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. How was that? It was a cute time, you know. I The last time I went to D.C. was when we were still in middle school. So tie back to last week's episode. That's really the last time you've been to D.C.? I honestly think so. Yeah. That's crazy. When was the last time you went? I mean, I've I've driven through. I think the last time I went was for the Smithsonian, and that was like when I was in my senior year of high school. Okay, so not too long ago. <laughs> but also not recently. Yeah, for me, it's been at almost a decade. Actually, that's crazy. It's been like a decade. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, when you went, was Obama in office? It was like I think he was still in office. Yeah, that's a guy. I know. Wow, miss him. Right. You know what I think the the government is missing right now? Like a hot leader, girl. Like someone hot in office. You know when Obama was in office, when JFK was in office, things were you know, it was giving. Like it was eating. Okay. <laughs> girl, you sound like the Canadian girls who be simping over Justin Trudeau. Oh, not Justin though. Not Justin. Well, the, there's people who simp over him. You know John Ossoff? No, I don't know. Oh, you don't know who that is? No. Well, people are simping over him, too. Who's that? Is he American? Yes, he's American. He's a, I believe he's a senator. What's his name? John Ossoff. O-S-S-O. Who the fuck? People think he's cute. Girl. And, you know, I mean, compared to, like, fucking... That's the thing. Compared Mitch to other... McConnell. Old child. Did you see that he was having, like, a brain freeze? Well, girl, duh, stage? he about to die. <laughs> Girl, he got one foot in the grave. Fully. Actually, Loki more than that. Girl, him and then the other bitch. Oh my god, I literally forget her name, but she's like this old Canadian Senate seat or something or Congress. I don't even know how that works. No, wait, wait, she's from California. Oh, not not Canadian. (laughs) You forgot what country we're in. Girl, I really don't know how anything works. Literally, say that. But all I'm saying is that I I feel like there might be 
We should put an age limit. This bitch, Diane, Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein. Oh, girl, like literally, she's old as fuck. She literally has Alzheimer's. Doesn't know what the hell's going on. Her campaign runs her entire thing. Listen, I feel like there should be at a certain age. She when, is ninety years old. When your brain just is deteriorating, I don't think you should be allowed to handle positions of power that, that make significant changes in people's lives like i'm sorry but when you when you can't even remember what you have for breakfast like how are you gonna remember what to do for legislation you know what i mean yeah she's literally 90 years old and she doesn't even know what's going on at all neither does our president Ooh. so clock that tea honey so back to DC, you know, I there's a lot of things that I don't remember about DC. Yeah, I mean, I remember obviously like the monuments and Lincoln and like the National Mall area, mm-hmm. which we biked through. I didn't know they had public bikes like that. That's cute. The thing about DC is that I didn't realize how good the public transportation is. Oh, is it? It's fantastic. The metro gets you everywhere. There's public bikes everywhere that you can... Uh, we rode for an, over an hour and it's $4. Oh, wow. So it was... I really like that part of DC. So they have a metro? Their metro is really good. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and But I don't remember any of like the modern stuff. And I know they've been around since the last time I went. I just don't remember it at all. What do you mean by modern stuff? As in like the more urban areas. Instead of just the historical like monument. Uh, so. Wait, so you mean from the last time you went or from this past week? What do you mean? You said that you don't remember. I obviously remember my trip from a couple days ago. Well, girl, I don't know. I'm not you. Well, girl. With full amnesia. Well, she got to be more clear. Right. And me and my friend, we wanted to go out at night. Not to, like, really, like, go out. Go oh, out like, like partying? Like, yeah, we weren't trying to, like, go crazy because we were tired, first of all. We just wanted to see, like, how the nightlife was. And there was this one, like, Latin club that we wanted to go Ooh. to. And it was advertised as free. Uh-huh. And we got there, and it was a $15 uh, entry fee. Oh, no. And there was nobody in there. Oh. Except for a couple of dancers in oh, there. Oh, hell no. And we were like, this is really not worth it. We were The whole point of going was for the free vibes exactly and so this was like near chinatown so there's not a lot of night well as far as i know i didn't see a lot of nightclubs in the area so we left and we're like okay where should we go and my friend has never been to a gay club or a gay bar really yeah uh my friend my friend is a woman and she's never been in that like setting before and so i was like do you really want to go and she was like sure like we might as well and i was like okay And so we took a scooter to one of the um, gay bars. Mm-hmm. And let's just say the vibe is exactly what you would expect. It's mostly gay men. Mm-hmm. And the music was also like 80s, like not even pop music. Not it, even pop? It was not 80s pop. It was like 80s, like, I don't even know. Like, Girl, I don't remember. It was, it was stuff that both of us did not know. But anyway, so we weird. we go inside and it's like a typical bar setting. What was was the was the vibe like older guys? Yeah, it was not young gays. So it was like like what age range would you say? Probably like 
probably like like 40 30 plus Ooh, right. girl, y'all walked into like the bare leather bar girl. Well, listen oh. listen because we walked in and it seemed like a normal just like bar uh-huh with people sitting by the bar and drinking but then there was an upstairs part and it was very small downstairs so we were like okay let's check upstairs uh-huh and that was a mistake because it was even more crowded upstairs mm-hmm. and it was like the dancing room so like go-go boys there weren't go-go boys, but as soon as we got up there, there were leather daddies. Ooh! There were people just fully making out and probably doing other things. Ooh! And, I mean, it was just, you know, like, imagine, like... So was Hallie, like... Oh. I mean, yeah, it was Hallie. I was, was, she Hallie. The, was she the only woman there? She was... There was literally two women, including Hallie. Oh, my God. Literally. And so she was like, is there no women that go to these places? And I'm like, girl, no. Right. Like, gay bars really just mean gay men bars. Holy, like, girl. And, like, I know that it was not my vibe. But I was like, we might as well just, like, try like. Yeah, I mean, it's an experience. Right. And we were upstairs, and the only place to stand was, like, by the bar. Uh Uh-huh. And I told myself I wasn't going to drink that night. Ooh. But then because I was, like, right by the bartender, I felt, like, just this sudden pressure to get a drink. And I was like, okay, fine. Let me just, like, I guess I'll buy a drink. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know why because I, I bought a shot, first of all. And it did nothing for Girl, me. Girl, shots never do anything. But it was just, like, the, the vibe that was pressuring me to, like, get a drink. Mm-hmm. And so then after getting drinks, we were like, okay, let's go back downstairs, even though that was a flop vibe. At least it was better than all of this going on around right. us. Like, we could not even stand without getting, like, accidentally grinded on. Oh. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, literally. So we went back down and just stood, like, no, no, not stood, like, sat at the bar for, like, another 30 minutes, and uh-huh. then we just left. Well... So, because it really did not sound like a place for y'all. It was really not a a place for our demographic. Yeah, it's not young, and it was not POC at all. Oh, so that's how you know. So it was just like a bunch of white older gays. Yeah. Well, that's what I expect from DC. I exactly. Have to be honest. I have to be honest. Maybe I'll give it another chance another time. But I'm really right. Not... Was she going alone? Not alone, girl. <laughs> I'm not trying to get human traffic. You're right. Like. No, thank you. I'll pass on that one. But something good that's happened to us is we've reached 100 subs on YouTube. I know. Isn't that crazy? It is. Well, so, I believed in us this whole time. I believed in us, but also... Te- YouTube is our biggest platform now, Yeah. technically. Right. And then TikTok, I think we're at 70-something. And then Instagram, we're still at 50 well, Elias promised to do something special well, 100 subs. Well, we got to be 100 subs all, all across the board. Oh, so now she's switching it up. Those, I mean, are, those are not even called subs. Those are called followers. Oh, girl. So subs means YouTube. Well, we can do something special for 100 subs. Like what? Well, we got to plan it. It's a secret. Now you can do it. Girl. Okay. <laughs> Like, I'm the one trying to build fan engagement. She don't give a fuck. Girl, she's the one that promised something special. So. Well, period. We were we were waiting for the Nair video. Not that. <laughs> oh, we, are we leaking our news as to something special? Right. Well. Well, I mean. Instagram is our worst platform, though. And yeah. Instagram kind of hates us right now. Instagram, okay, hates us, but also loves us because. Well, Zuckerberg likes us. Yeah. 
Because Zuckerberg is promoting our videos being shady as fuck. <laughs> Literally. You want to talk about that? About Instagram being shady. So we made a video, you might have seen it, about how we thought that Beyonce was overrated. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing that Zuckerberg does is he promotes it to all the Beyonce fans. <laughs> <laughs> And Literally. so we get dragged. At but the we wow. okay. We knew this though. We knew we would get dragged because we knew, we knew if we were gonna poke the beehive, we were gonna get stung. Fully, exactly. So we knew. We knew going in. Right. But then the other thing why Instagram is shady because we made a post about like something. Don't do this if you don't want to be homophobic or something. And then it sent it to all the people who are homophobic. homophobic exactly. So, Instagram is really just trying to rub people up. No, essentially. They, they're trying to get us dragged fully, to hell. Fully. Because it means more engagement for their platform. Exactly. Exactly. And I think I think it is true that more... Probably an older audience is also on Reels I on get, Instagram. But so, what I've noticed is that it's not... It is an older audience, older than us. As in, like, millennials. But it's millennials. It's not even yeah. people that old. Also... Millenn- a lot of millennials are just trying to be like contradictive Ooh. to Gen Z specifically Ooh, because right. they're like, oh, I'm not trying to speak for everyone, but I de- there's definitely some millennials that are like, like Gen Z doesn't understand anything. They're, they're the babies still. Yeah. But you know. Meanwhile, Gen Z hates millennials. Like they're cringy. I mean, I don't hate millennials. Well, girl. I'm taking myself out of that narrative. I know a lot of Gen Z that hates millennials. Let's just yeah. say that. But that's probably because they don't know personally a lot of millennials. Oh, we do know them, and then we get cringed out. <laughs> <laughs> like, like my sorry. sister is a millennial, and I love her. Well, her. But I can't. I can't say that she doesn't do a lot of cringy millennial things. But that's just that's part of their culture. Not like, that. I'm sorry. Not that. Like she still be. Okay, I'm dragging her and exactly literally this. for no reason. Literally, but she, sometimes like. She would send me those like meme, like the classic memes with the top and bottom. Like, still, not still, but like recent kind of. Ooh. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like that face you make when literally. Well, the, for the her. moment when for. Um, well, that's cute for her. Well, that's that's the millennial humor, I guess. But <laughs> the thing about hate comments. Mm-hmm. Is that people don't think before they speak or before they type. Yeah. And they don't care because they're just behind a profile picture. Well, that's what it is. Exactly. And so they're way, way, way more brave. And the fact that we just posted a video stating our opinion about an artist. Fully. It really caused. Like it was not even something that deep. It was, like it really was. It was quite shallow, actually. Actually shallow, girl. Like someone in the comments was like, they know how to get the views. Fully, and that's that, that was the only good comment a Beyonce stand made. Exactly. Let's just say that. Exactly. That's the real tea. Like, not that we're trying to clickbait, but right now in our podcasting career, right, we're just trying to get views. We're trying to get out there, but also spicing our opinion. Exactly. Like we're not gonna hold back who we are. Exactly. And, and I, I don't okay. I don't apologize Here's for what I thing. said. Somebody in the comments was actually like being reasonable with what they were saying. And I do think maybe saying overrated is a little harsh towards Beyonce because she is such an important part of culture. Mm-hmm. And okay, I understand maybe saying overrated was not the right word. But also it was a question stemming from a different video. We were talking about artists being overrated. So right. we weren't really like it wasn't that deep to say overrated. 
Right, but no one's going to go back and watch the context because they don't care. Right. So, But with us just stating a simple opinion, it dragged up all the homophobes, Ooh. all the racists. Literally. People were ageist. We got death threats, y'all. We literally got a death threat. We got death threats because we said Beyonce is overrated. Literally. Like. Somebody actually said, find their address and if they have kids or parents, we're coming for them. They literally said that. Like, actually. And I try to report a lot of these comments, but Instagram is really stupid as fuck because Mm -hmm. tell me why I report these for hate speech and it says it doesn't violate community guidelines. Yeah, there were a lot that we reported and we're trying to get to deleted and then Instagram reinstated the comments. Exactly. I'm like, girl, like, really? Like, this is where... Who are the moderators? And we're not censoring, like, because there were a ton of haters who were being hateful, but we're keeping it at least... A little bit respectful, like not going just below the complete bar. Listen, if you have, and we kept those. Yeah, if you have different opinions, we would like, love live to your hear life, it. girl. We would love to hear it if you express it respectfully. Exactly. Like, say why you don't like, like, disagree with us, and then we would love to hear and like encourage discussion. Right. But you saying we're stupid as fuck. You're saying, oh, this Asian fuck. Right, girl. People bring race into it. People were dragging the other people in the comments who were agreeing with us. Exactly. I'm like, so really, though, you guys are all just all one. like A beehive. Right. Like, you guys just have one thought. Anyone who has that other thought than you, you need to attack. Exactly. Like, girl, we are allowed to live in our... We are allowed to have our own opinions. Exactly. It's called freedom of speech. Totally. We don't all have to abide by what you think. Just because we don't like her doesn't mean that we're racist. Doesn't mean that... Also, I do like Beyonce. Right. The clip was us just saying who is an artist that we think is it's overrated. because y'all treat her like she's Jesus, part two. <laughs> like, girl, and I'm not going to say that she is because she's not my messiah. I'm sorry. Right. And I think I think the idolization of certain artists like Taylor Swift and Beyonce, I think that's the part that really gets out of hand sometimes and for people even as small content creators like us Mm -hmm. you see the attack literally so we made that video about beyonce not even once did we say taylor swift's name oh right in the comments they were all dragging taylor swift (laughs) they're like oh they must love taylor swift or taylor swift can't write music taylor swift can't do this i'm like we never even once said her name didn't even mention it like she lives in y'all head rent and free but i you know what i wonder if it's because we are talking about a person an artist with a person of color that is a person of color Maybe mm-hmm. that's why it caused even more of a stir. Because in the comments, it kind of became a race war. Fully. For no reason. It was like, oh, these people... Oh, these non-black people are talking about a black artist. Stay in your lane. So so I can only listen to C-pop? <laughs> <laughs> Not that, girl. Like, please. I, I don't understand. Like, literally, also, we're... Like, no one's brought race into it other than the Beyonce stands. Exactly. Like, we're two Americans... Exactly. ...who are listening to an American artist, commenting on an American artist. And she... Like, I, we're literally American. Beyonce is American. Like, girl, like, we're all American. Her, and her like music that, is international also. Like, what? Like, literally, like... And, girl, I, I can't. I really just it's, can't. It's really stupid. I really just can't with them. But I mean, Swarm was a fucking documentary. Oh yeah, you guys should check out the show Swarm by on Donald Amazon Glover. Prime, who is made by Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a dramatic, dramatized show 
about a character who is, is a serial fan of this artist who is pretty much a dramatized version, fictionalized of version of Beyonce. And y'all should really get into it, especially y- y'all who are attacking us, because it really shines a light on y'all. Well, girl, they're probably going to say that the show sucks. Oh, 100%. They're, they're going to drag it for... When I loved that show. Oh, it was it was really, I thought it was great. It was really I will say, so Billie Eilish was her first debut in mm-hmm. acting was in that. People loved her, but I didn't think her acting was that good. Girl, I don't know what you saw. You uh, liked it? Girl, yes. I don't know. To me She was actually a sna- a phenomenal actually. Uh, okay, I think maybe Like I was gagging. Really? I was fully gagging. Oh, I was like, not Billy can act. When I'm about to get all the Billy hate or stands to drag me. Fully. But okay, here's the thing. I don't think she did bad, but I think I'm not sure. Maybe I just went into into a hearing that Billy did really good, and that just like kind of set my expectations really high. See, I didn't even know she was in the show. Oh. Well, I heard she was in the show and she did great. Mm. But I think that set up my expectations. Possibly. But I think that she was overacting a little bit. Really? Yeah. I think it felt like she was a very, very good actress in a student film. You know what I mean? I disagree. I don't know. I don't know. Mate, you gotta rewatch it high. You watched it. Yeah, it was high. You like you gotta get into like. I've never zone. done any of that. I, I don't know what that is. Like, oh, okay. Let's rewind back to like episode two or three. And I never said any of those oh, okay. things. Okay. <laughs> but other comments that were not straight up being homophobic or racist. Uh-huh. Some of them were cracking me up. There, are, like, just across all platforms, there were yeah. so many just dumb comments. Okay, so let's address the one that was like. Why are two guys saying girl? They must have never experienced any kind of queer culture. Like, we we need that meme where it's like, people are gay, Karen. (laughs) Like, girl. Like, are you stupid? Like, also, I don't don't understand why our content is being pushed out to, like, these straight 12-year-old boys. Like, girl. Where is our target audience? Like, hello? Like, (laughs) y'all... Like, y'all not seeing it. I think the only place where we have, like, a target audience, at least a little bit, is TikTok. Oh, yeah, because that's just the demographic on TikTok. Like, TikTok gets us. So this is our PSA. Even though it's not, it's probably our second worst platform, but they still get us. Right. Here's our PSA. If you are a queer person, if you are a girly, if you are, for the girls, gays, and theys, Mm -hmm. if you like our content, make sure you share with people in the relevant demographic. Right, and please subscribe, and please just like the video so that YouTube will know that our demographic is people in that scene. Exactly. So that we don't have to be stuck with (laughs) 12-year-old boys who Why do they say girl? Literally, or they're like, why do you talk like that? Right. Or they're like, the gay accent isn't needed. Like, well, that's you. That's well, you. That's well, all you. <laughs> well, girl, let's let's post it on YouTube and see what the audience thinks. Who has the worst gay accent, me or Jimmy? It's clearly you. Like. Okay, well let's. Well, let's like see. I'm mask for mask. Okay. <laughs> okay. But um, it's just it's just gay lingo. Like, They're I'm so saying stupid. girl is not because you're literally a girl. <laughs> well, girl. <laughs> um, I'm trans. Right. Um, and obviously we say she a lot. That's just the thing, like gay guys like will call everything oh we'll make like she. everything she. Exactly. So y'all not dragging when you call a boat she? Exactly. Oh, a, a boat is a real life woman now? Like hello. Like y'all never heard of uh just 
colloquial language. They've never met a gay person is what it's really right. What it's really boiling down to. Another comment that sent me was people are dragging your mic. Oh, people are saying the microphone looks like a fan or like, why does he have a fan? This is not a fan. It's a blue snowball microphone. Yeah. Like, it's literally a known microphone brand. It is. I Like, I'm... Not... Like, girl. Right. <laughs> like, if you want to drag me, drag Blue Snowball, girl. Right. Because I'm just the one who patronized them. And listen, we are not running on a high budget. Okay? This is a really jank budget. <laughs> this is zero budget. Like, we are working with what we got. Exactly. And once we, you know, have the funds, we'll switch to high grade right so if y'all want to donate us some money exactly to, to update feel free and we will update exactly but until then we gotta keep hustling it out exactly i also i like my microphone like i think it's good quality i don't think i like i have no reason to dislike it so right Sorry and this, to is, this is our you know starting out era literally and so y'all who are supporting us now you like y'all the ogs y'all the ogs y'all the ogs y'all be gagged (laughs) in a year when we have high-grade professional uh equipment well Um, in the year we gotta clip this back see if that's if if we there yet right like hopefully i'm manifesting girl so let's move on to some current current events. events that have happened have you heard about the diarrhea plane incident? So, yeah, I did hear about that. So, for anyone who doesn't know, there was a passenger on a flight from Atlanta to Barcelona mm-hmm. who had explosive diarrhea throughout the entire plane. Right. And people were like... like a, a trail. People were like, what does the entire plane mean? And then the someone posted a picture. Love. There was, like, shit going in the aisle. From seat to seat to seat to seat throughout <laughs> like the entire Mary, fucking it angle. It was from first class to the back. Girl, I'm like, what the fuck? And so then they had to land the plane prematurely. They couldn't no, no, go to Barcelona. No, no, no. They had to turn it around. Oh, they turned it around. They turned it around back to Atlanta because they said it was it was a biohazard. Yeah, it was a biohazard. And they tried to. Uh, Fix it by spraying like vanilla scented, um, like spray in, oh, the, in no. the plane. Oh, and no. then it just smelled like vanilla scented. Oh, god, <laughs> like, oh my lord. So, okay, I, I don't know how exactly far they were from Atlanta, like in between Barcelona, but I feel really bad for the other passengers. That's like a nightmare. Because imagine you're it's a fucking nightmare. Imagine you're with your I come you're married. You recently married. You're on your honeymoon to Barcelona, right? And then someone shits on your plane. You have to go back to Atlanta. I'm like, first of all, what the fuck happened to that person? What the right. fuck did they eat? Right. Like, did they take laxatives? Because that's really what it's giving, honestly. Or food poisoning? Not even, girl. Because how are you gonna shit throughout the? How are you so shitting so much that you can't even do it in the toilet? Like, right. like, did you clog up the toilet? Like, I'm so confused. I'm, I'm, I'm. At what point are you out of the toilet in the fucking, like, area? Exactly. I'm wondering what, what were the steps that led up to that to happen? Girl, I'm thinking for that... you to create a whole snail trail. Girl, not snail trail. <laughs> Girl, my hypothesis is that it was some gay guy going from Atlanta to Barcelona. Oh, not that. And he took too many um, just for men pills. <laughs> <laughs> not just for men. 
and she was trying to douche on the plane, and right. it just went everywhere. Because <laughs> that's what it's really giving. Right, because they did not watch one of Kevin Leonardo's tutorials. Right. <laughs> and so they flopped that. Right, if you want to watch Kevin Leonardo's tutorial, he would have told you, don't ever take laxatives. Exactly. This is Kevin's number one fan right not here. Not that. Right here, mama. Right. Well, per. But something else also happened in one of a, another In flight, Atlanta. Right? Also. So it was Atlanta also. Yes, girl. Atlanta fucking just having a bunch of mess in their airport you know i love atlanta she's my home girl you know i went to school there and i love the airport like atlanta's you love the airport oh atlanta's airport is really good i mean for me i've always had issues really and it's always packed as fuck it is packed because i think atlanta is one of the it's like literally one of the biggest ones it is one of the busiest airports in the country no in the world oh really yeah i believe it but I think it's very well made for that capacity. Like some of the other fucking. Well, okay, there are other airports that are horrible. Like LAX, girl. I've only been there once. Or O'Hara, I think in Chicago. Oh, I've never been there. It was not. Was it bad? Yeah. Well, girl, my least favorite airport is fucking Charlotte. Ooh. Well. Have you been to Charlotte? I have not. Well, you've never ever been. In the airport? Yeah. I don't think so. That's a guy. Well, girl, don't ever go. Well, because it's fucking under construction twenty four seven, and literally they will have vents hang like you can see the vents in the fucking ceiling. Not that. And it's hot as fuck. Like the AC is always broken. It's just a horrible fucking airport. Oh. I hate it so much. So what happened in the Atlanta plane? Okay, but back to the Atlanta plane. So Delta Airlines lost someone's dog in transit. Wow. And like the dog was in carry on. Like, where did pets go? So they, they have like this thing where, like, if a dog is too big to be under like your seat mm-hmm. or like in your lap, then they would put it in a crate and then they have like a separate cargo, like part of the plane where they put animals. That's so sad, low key. Yeah. Well, usually it's okay. Right. But girl, clearly this bitch. How do they lose a whole animal? I don't even know. I really don't even know. And the kicker is, in compensation, they offered her eighteen hundred dollars. One eight zero zero. They never found it. Oh wow. I'm like, I'm sorry. You catching this lawsuit? A hundred percent for eighteen hundred dollars. A hundred percent. Like, you what you need to give to me for me to not sue you? Minimum ten k. Oh, that's minimum. minimum. That's minimum. Like we should go up to a hundred k. Like uh, like eighteen hundred. Like girl, you must be kidding. A, a dog is. Like, I'm getting my lawyer. For some people, a dog is that person's child. And you never know if it was like a, if it was a um like a special like a safety dog, oh, right, right. like a assistant assistant dog, like right. those type of dogs. Exactly. Like you never know. So they still haven't found it. No, girl. Oh wow. <laughs> so the dog could just be lost in Barcelona right now. The dog. The dog could be dead. Well, that's very likely. But I'm like, what did they do with it? I don't know. They, they just like left it. It can't. It can't just be not in an airport. Right? I'm like, how did you? How, how do you not take it account when you're like going through everything? My other question is: Is it was the dog like not in the cage, or was it the whole cage was gone? Oh, you, like because it, it could have ran away. Exactly. Maybe. That's true. I have no clue. So I feel like these people should have put like a tracker on the dog, like on the leash. You you think Delta or no, the no, person no, no. who the owned person. it? Ooh. As a safe. Well, I'm not saying that they're to blame for the situation, but I think to minimize risks, you should put a tr- some kind of tracker on your dog's collar. 
I mean, that's fair, but also when you sign up for Delta, you're assuming that they're not going to be negligent right. and that they're not going to, that they have systems in place to take care of your dogs because that's a service supposedly. they offer. But supposedly. But that, that's a service they offer. Yeah. So I'm like, But they be losing shit all the time. Literally. But I'm like, losing luggage is one thing, but losing a whole ass live dog, a living being, yeah. how the fuck are you li- losing a dog? Girl, like, I I, I feel really bad. Like I don't understand. No, literally. And I'm like, I really don't understand. Whoever at Delta was like, let's just give them eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> like, like you really that like that's national news, girl. Like you have to give them at least ten k. Right? They're like, oh, you lost your dog. At least you have a ticket to China. Fully. Like you probably can not even buy a one way ticket to Europe with that. Literally, literally. <laughs> But another thing that's been happening, not a lot, but I've seen on my TikTok of these people who do a lot of like dangerous stunts and like parkour mm-hmm. stuff. And some some famous parkour recently like fell off oh a building. God. Like it, uh huh. And I think he was like in. He literally went to like Shanghai or something to like a really two hundred story what building the fuck? and like fell. Girl, I know. What like what do you? So th- did he die? Yes, he fully died. <laughs> and I, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you think of people who do parkour and, like, these very, very dangerous things? Well, okay, so was he parkour or was he one of the extreme climbers? Because there's people who just climb really high things. Like, I've seen I videos of people... I don't think he was climbing. I think he was trying to do some stunts on, like, a very tall building. Then that's just stupid as fuck. Even I'm... climbing is stupid as fuck, but, girl. Like, do stunts? <sighs> that's just real stupid. I could never I I can never do a hobby like that that is always putting my life in danger. But that's that's, that's why people do it because they want to feel the rush. I know. Uh feel the rush. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, just, just find something else in your life that is Just going- go on roller coasters. Exactly. That's but, the full tea. But sometimes people that's not enough for people cuz they really need adrenaline. That's true. Like they need and it's adrenaline junkies i wonder if it's because they do it for the first time and it gives you so much adrenaline yeah that you can just never go back to like a normal roller coaster and they have addictive personalities too and yeah so that's why they want to do stuff like that yeah like that's like people who are extreme climbers people who do parkour people who do like i don't know like what's another extreme sport? would you ever go skydiving <sighs> i i think i would i think i would too but like I, I just, would do it once, though. Just the videos that I've seen of people, like, something malfunctioning. Well, there's this crazy video that I saw. It was of this guy who was a trained skydiver. He used to take people on trips uh-huh. to do skydiving. He was doing this group. He got them all ready to go. They all then went one by one with, like, their little instructor, and they had their parachutes. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, okay, my turn. He was the last one. And so then he jumped out. He was recording. He had done it so many times that he forgot this one time to no put on his parachute. No way. And he fell to his death. Oh my god. And he was it was like this is a mistake that only a veteran only a veteran would make. Like a mm. beginner would never make that mistake. Right, because you get like so comfortable with your muscle memory exactly. that you just trust that. Exactly. But then you slip up once and that's Girl, it. Literally, that's all it takes. Literally. But shit like that is why I'm like low key scared to ever do that. That's why I'm like I'll do it one time only. Yeah. And, well, if we survive, like... Well, we would hopefully survive. 
We should do it. Maybe that should be our one million sub. Well, girl, we, if we have one million subs, then sure. I would right, exactly. So once we have a million subs, we'll stitch this video again. Girl. Well, let's see that ever happens. Let's just say that. Well, it'll take time. And speaking of time, have you heard of the concept of time blindness? Yes, I've heard of that concept. Okay, so I'm going to play you guys this video of this girl who is essentially... Or should we just clip it in? No, I'll just... I'll, it's really short. Okay. So I'll just play it for you guys. But essentially, it's this girl on TikTok who is saying that her company should accommodate her because she has time blindness. Okay, here we go. So I just got yelled at for asking a very reasonable question. So I'm applying to go somewhere, and I just wanted to know, are there accommodations for people who struggle with time blindness and being on time? You know. And then the person I was with interrupted and acted like I was asking something else. And then when we were done... They actually started yelling at me and saying that accommodations for time blindness doesn't exist, and if you struggle with being on time, you'll never be able to get a job. You know, provided you're trying your absolute best to be there. And then they're like, your stupid generation wants to destroy the workplace. And yeah, I think that a culture where workers are just cut off because they struggle with being on time, when there's other solutions that we can look to, I think that just anybody who thinks it's okay to just treat people like that, yeah, that culture needs to be dismantled. And then I asked that person, how can you feel good about yourself upholding this kind of system? And then to- Girl. So what do you think about that? Well, I think it's your topic, so you should say what you think about it first. Okay. Here's the thing. I think that we live in a society, yes, mm-hmm. and we can't bend over backwards to accommodate for every single person with every little problem and this i would deem as a minor problem like you are not suffering from a major disability you're not suffering from anything that is so like preventing you from functioning i think that if you know you struggle with time blindness then you either maybe go to a therapist to work on it just like have a schedule do like anything in your power to try to like work harder on your time blindness because people can't the world can't revolve around your inability to be on time like well okay here's the thing so i don't think that we're really in a position to say whether or not her thing is debilitating to her or like if it's a major thing because that's really only something that she can say i mean she clearly thinks it's a major problem well so it isn't so that she thinks it's a major problem that is a major problem to her to her and so we're not i don't think that we're in a position to say that it's not a major problem however i agree with the fact that society is not going to bend at for her will exactly because we live in a neurotypical society and so this is the thing if you're neurodivergent and you struggle with these things unfortunately it's the unfortunate reality that you are going to have to work two times harder than the average person because to them it's not even anything that they have to actually worry about so if you know that you struggle with time blindness you're going to have to put in more of an effort to combat that time blindness because no one's gonna care otherwise but and i i agree with what she's saying about like 
people in a like people in a generation don't care about work the same way that, that they do in the past and a lot of gen z has worker apathy and a lot of people are like not wanting to slave away their whole lives anymore like we're kind of realizing that that whole system is a scam sure but and that's like a different conversation right and i agree with what she's saying um it i think it is fucked up however that's but it just is the, the way game the, that we're playing that's just the way the world exactly. is unless some major change is gonna happen i mean i think it should be better but it won't it won't become better exactly so so you I, like i'm sorry like i'm sorry if you struggle with that but the reality is that we are in a society that's not going to really pander towards people who are unable to be on time. And so my thing to her is if you struggle with that so much to the point where you don't even see that you can't even make... Because here's the other thing. Like, I have ADHD, right? And I struggle with timelines too, but I'm not the type of person who's like, I have this thing and... Uh, that's set in stone exactly. and therefore i can't change you still it. try to work on it because we despite there are, it being well girl very frustrating there are many things that you can do to try and increase it and it's always a process it is a problem and it'll become easier the more that you work at it exactly and so if, if you, you let just, yourself just be a victim of your own happenstance exactly. and don't try to work on it then you're never gonna become better you at never anything. will and it's the people that are like so in their heads about like their own like either like identity issues or just their genetics but they're like i am the way i am and i can never change that or i like well then that kind of is a different conversation too because i think that there are things that you can't change no i agree like certain disabilities for sure but something as like time management i think is something you definitely can work on right but i mean here's the other thing I think a lot of people that do struggle with time blindness think that people who don't struggle with time blindness are just inherently capable of, like, knowing when to be on time. I think, yes, some people are like that, but I think a lot of people like myself have to, I put in the work to put it in my calendar, put reminders, and because because it's, like, something important to me, I, like, actually put in the effort to try to be on time. And, of course, sometimes I am also late and, like, not great at it but i put in the effort is the thing right but i think oh, was another thing that like people who don't struggle with that type of thing is that they think that the effort that they put in is enough for everyone and so what i'm saying is that you're gonna have to put in more effort than the average person because probably just putting it in your calendar just doing whatever whatever it's probably not going to be enough for you right but so you have to find work with a therapist or work exactly. with yourself you know you're gonna have to find something that does work for you right. and it's gonna be excessive like setting five alarms setting ten alarms exactly. like making sure that you what i used to do i used to put my clock back 30 minutes right so that i would think that it was a certain time so that i would always leave someplace so like you gotta do things like that you gotta literally trick your brain into thinking because otherwise you're no one's gonna accommodate for you that that's and that's right. that's just the the unfortunate truth of reality no one cares if you succeed so you have to succeed mm-hmm. on your own exactly exactly because if you don't want to work a job if you feel like it's something that's impossible for you you don't even have to work a job you don't have to do that you can become your own entrepreneur but you can do tiktok have, you, for a right. living then you'll just have to put in the work to do that part exactly but maybe that's easier for her yeah. So maybe so. she doesn't. Maybe she's not the type of person who wants to work a regular nine to five job. And then, that's then work hard to change that lifestyle or your career path. 
If right. you really don't want to do that and have to make yourself work harder to be on time, then do something that doesn't require that. Be a YouTuber, be a content creator. But see, the thing is that people also don't want to... Put in more work. The people just don't want to work in general. That's, well... Kim Kardashian quote. Well, unless you are Kim Kardashian. No, have you heard her quote? No. Her quote is, people don't want to work anymore. Get the fuck up and work. (laughs) She ate that one, that part. But let's read some of the comments. So someone is saying, what is the difference between someone with time blindness and someone who just doesn't put in the effort to be on time? Someone says, I I mean, time blindness is like a symptom of ADHD. So someone who has ADHD versus someone who doesn't. That's true. But I think not necessarily everyone who has time blindness has ADHD as well. Um, so someone says I struggle with time blindness, but working that. in a hospital, I realize how unrealistic it is, and the world can't revolve around me. That is like the last job I would want for someone with time blindness. Right. That sounds horrible. Someone says I struggle with time blindness, so I accommodate myself by showing up 30 minutes, arriving at the emergency room with a heart attack by having to wait 45 minutes because the doctor has time blindness. Ooh. Like, right. Like, I'm sorry, but just being on time is an essential part of our culture and society right now i think that in some jobs it's more important than others and i think that like if you're a surgeon or like working in a hospital or like a pilot like certain jobs it's like you have to be on time and i understand what she's saying about like first other jobs they're just sticklers just for no reason i I think if you are working in a job where you have to work with a lot of like with a team or with people which is a lot of jobs because i don't there's usually no jobs that is only one person unless you're an independent you know content creator or something like that i would say showing on time is number one thing of respecting everyone else's time because if you show up on time then is everyone else also not expected to show up on time i think it's disrespectful if you work with a bunch of people and you don't show up on time well, my controversial opinion is that I think that all jobs should be work from home. Like, I don't think that we should even have office jobs. Well, I disagree with that, but that's a different conversation. That is a different conversation. Well, per. So, we have some Reddit stories prepared for you guys today. Would you like to start? Okay. So, this one is, am I the asshole for telling my downstairs neighbor that me expressing milk for my premature baby will be my priority over his sleep? So, my daughter was born over three months early. She's doing okay, but she still has periods where she loudly detests, where she will stop breathing, oxygen saturation drops in her body, and goes bright blue. She does this at least once a day, and because of this, she is still in the NICU with no current projection for when she's coming home. The only thing I can do is help her give her cuddles and provide her milk, which means expressing for 20 minutes minimum on each boob every day, two to three hours, including overnight. I've also had problems with fleas in my home. They've been awful for everyone in my area, so I've torn up all the carpets and thrown away my sofa and mattress. So I'm currently sleeping on the floor on a blow-up mattress with my fiancé. That's crazy. This means that any noise that I make, no matter how much I try to minimize it, carries downstairs to my neighbor. I express milk overnight, once at 11.30pm, 1am, and then at Mm 6.30am. My neighbor downstairs knocked on my door this morning and complained about my 1am alarm waking him up. I apologized and told him that I can't turn that specific alarm off because it's the expression that impacts my milk flow, and doing that expression will prompt me to produce more milk over the day. I'm already under enough stress that my milk flow has been impacted, 
I need the alarms because I cannot miss my expressions. I already feel guilty enough that I'm not producing as much as I was. I explained all this to him, and he still said that it wakes him up and that he can't sleep the after fiance? it. No, the downstairs oh, the, neighbor. The neighbor. So he said that it wakes him up and that he can't sleep after it wakes him up. I again apologized and said to him that I can set my alarm between 1 a.m. and 3.30 a.m. And he can choose from between those times. He said I should just turn the alarm off and I responded that I can't because I can't afford to sleep through my expression times. He then said that I should express after 5 a.m. Which isn't possible because the hormones that help produce more milk are at their peak between 1 and 4 a.m. He explained, he complained about it waking him up again, and I angrily responded that my daughter is premature, she needs my milk, and I will do everything to make sure she's got as much as she needs, including waking you up at 1am because I need to express. She is my priority, not your sleep. And I closed the door in his face. I just spoke to one of my friends, and she's telling me that I'm the asshole. And so she says, so Reddit, am I the asshole for not expressing at 1am even though I know it wakes up my neighbor? Girl... The, the neighbor is the asshole. And then there was an update. She said, many people have suggested I put my phone on vibrate, which would be a fantastic solution if it wasn't for the fact that I have slept through having injections or um, she just said that she sleeps through vibrate, essentially. And then she said that she gave the the neighbor ear canceling, like noise canceling earplugs. Oh, so she, she was nice for that part because honestly, if I were her, I would just continue doing it. Fully. And waking his ass up. Like, I'm sorry, but she's a fucking mother, and her child is her priority, not some grown-ass man-child. Exactly. Like, if you can't go to sleep after... Okay, so the alarm rings once. Mm Mm-hmm. She turns it off. Mm Mm-hmm. You wake up. Just go back to sleep, like, girl. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, If you know you are that light of a sleeper where you can hear your neighbor's alarm, then maybe you should invest in some earplugs or like noise canceling like sleeping headwear i don't know like what they make like you need to fucking get some white but noise what, what this is telling me is just a lack of empathy you she told you she is a mother a, a mother of a newborn a premature child so you know this time period is going to be really stressful for her and it is just going to be like growing pains but Clearly, you are just not empathetic enough to feel that from her, and you're just being like, my sleep is important, and you should accommodate for me because I'm not getting my sleep. Well, girl, so that's what I was thinking. And then I scroll down to the comments. Uh-huh. Tell me why everyone is in agreement with a neighbor. No. Everyone's saying, I'm really sorry for the situation you're in. I appreciate how hard it must be for you, but I'm afraid you're the asshole. Legally, he is entitled to reasonable enjoyment of his home, which you are preventing. If you stop someone else sleeping every single night for weeks on end, you were ruining their life. That's a huge thing. You need to work out how to do what you need without destroying him like that. Maybe you and your partner should wear the headphones with an alarm that goes off directly into those. Find a solution. You're not allowed to just say that you don't give a fuck and imposing severe and persistent sleep deprivation on those around you. So... Listen, yes, he is entitled to living comfortably. Also, girl, she's not throwing a fucking party. It's one alarm. Right. It's one fucking alarm. Right. She's not blasting music. Again, like, this is obviously not ideal for any of them. It's not. Because, girl, I'm sure she doesn't want to be doing it either. Exactly. But you need to have some understanding of her situation. She doesn't want to wake up in the fucking middle of the night either. Right. So, like, understand that this is just, like part of the struggles of being a mother and like if you really really can't handle it 
have a conversation with them and you guys can work it out and find a solution and so can the mother be nicer about it maybe but also she's under a lot of fucking stress right and for a neighbor to be like hey you need to stop turning on your alarm for your child because my grown ass man like i can't stay asleep well so you know what's crazy is that they were saying that depending on what country that they're in the neighbor could actually have grounds to not sue her or anything but to go to the renters board and complain and the hoa could actually side with him sure because he is supposed to be allotted like a reasonable time in his apartment without any like unreasonable noise that's why we have like noise laws in america but it's like like sure legally maybe but again it comes back to human empathy i don't even think that they would go that they would even allow that though because it's one fucking alarm right she's not blasting music i want to exactly it just sounds like he's a very light sleeper right he's a very light sleeper and it's like also she did take out all of her furniture so that's the other thing because she doesn't have a rug in her house mm-hmm. and so that's probably also another issue is that everything now that she has no furniture in her so house, it goes like through it goes through really loud sure and so that's unfortunate it's just unfortunate on both ends but i'm a it's... christian so i say love thy neighbor right it's just like I don't even know what to say. Like it's it's a shitty situation on both ends. But the way that no one's having empathy for the fucking mom. Right. I'm like that is that's crazy to me. Okay, let me move on to my story. Am I the asshole for telling my friend that I don't care if her dad died? Ooh. So my friend had always been somewhat annoying. Sometimes she would go around thinking she ruled over everybody. Two weeks ago, her dad died from a sickness, and she started using the fact that fact to her advantage. For example, whenever she act like a bitch, she say, oh, my dad died, and you want to tell me that? She also poses next to her dad's casket and sends those photos to her group chat. Um. So an edit she said is, for people who ask why I still hung out with her, she was okay overall. We talked a few times. I wasn't really planning on doing something about her behavior before, but since she was using death of all things for attention, I obviously had to tell her something. Before you say she probably acting out because of the loss, again, she's always been that way. She also started stealing my closest friends, guilt-tripping them into joining her hangouts when I had plans with them. We were talking in the group chat that one day. She got horrible friends. That's first of all. Then she goes, oh my god, guys. Wrong timing. You guys know my dad died. She's been doing that for days, and it's annoying since we were having fun, and the next second she ruins it. Me and my friend talked about how she was taking the death thing too far up to the point where she made it her entire personality short after that earlier today a classmate of ours was just having fun and being noisy suddenly she goes dude my dad died don't act that way that was probably my last straw so i basically told her that we get that her dad died but that doesn't mean she has to bring it up every damn time or to use that as defense (laughs) for an argument also at some point in the argument she says her dad died for the millionth time and i might have gone a tad bit too far by saying but is he my dad I went on and on about how she plays victim and just because she's feeling sad doesn't mean we have to since we barely knew her dad. She started crying about it. I got kicked in the group chat. My friend left as well since he took my side. My other friend told me that I was in the wrong because she was grieving. I know people have different ways of coping, but the way she was dealing with it made me so annoyed for some reason and it affect others as well. So tell me, am I the asshole? Um... 
I definitely think that was her comment was a little bit rude. I don't think she had to say it like that. Right. I don't think she should have let her emotions take over her and First blow of up all, at her friends. It just feels like these people are probably teenagers. Oh, girl, they feel like in middle school. Right. Like this is no uh, adult is acting like that. Exactly. Exactly. And if they are, I'm scared. Here's the thing. I don't necessarily think there's only one party that's wrong here. I agree. I think the friend who said, is he my dad? Should I care? That's really, really insensitive, especially yeah. if you're going to call her your friend. Right. Clearly, you guys just aren't really great friends. Ooh, that's so the real tea. That's the, the real tea is you low-key hate That's the first part. So you should have just not been friends with this person to begin with because it's clearly causing you a lot of stress. Slowly. Um, and secondly, I do think, yes, death is really, really hard to deal with and grief is like a very difficult emotion. But you shouldn't weaponize it. You shouldn't weaponize it. There are objectively healthy ways of coping with grief, um, aka seeing a therapist, aka right. um, not using your friends as your, ther- as your therapist and not trauma dumping on random people exactly and i think some people's way of coping is to lash out and want to let everybody know that you're hurting so much and you know like that makes sense and i think that's sometimes how people's emotions come out and i think there should be a level of empathy for her Uh to be like okay yeah maybe she is still like reeling from grief because grief is takes a long long time to get over and sometimes you never get over it yeah that's true especially someone like your dad yeah that's true right so i think it comes back to another like communication problem i think the friends could have just been like hey we want to support you because we know like the death of your father is really hard for you but we can't help you if you keep using it as a weapon towards us right. and making us feel like bad about just like like living. Right. So I think it really comes down to them handling it in a more mature way. Yeah, I would say they're all, they're both the asshole. Right. Um. Let's look at some comments. Right. They they said that they're Ooh, both the asshole. Someone said ish. I assume you're teenagers. Fully. So they clock that part. Um, someone said, you the asshole, her dad died two weeks ago. Y'all must be 12 years old to be so callous. Ooh, right. Uh, somebody said, just don't hang out with her. Fully, girl. It's giving teenager, giving middle school. Yeah. So everyone is saying that the the main person is the asshole. Well, um, I think they're both the asshole. I think they're both being kind of, you know, not, not great about it. But I do think two weeks after her dad that's died, crazy that is really short amount of time yeah that's so crazy. give her a little bit of you know slack and empathy and i know the person said they've acted like that all the time but i think the main complaint right now is that she's using death as like a weapon so that part give her some time like give her some time clearly she doesn't know how to grieve and she needs to see a fucking therapist exactly and again like if you didn't like this person to begin with Girl. Maybe don't be their friend because they're gonna think you're part of the support system. Literally. Um. So yeah, you both the ass. So now she's down two friends because the other one left too. Exactly. So. Exactly. Well, her go- dad died and she got one friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well. Well, I I condolences to her. Right. Hopefully she's not next. Let me not say that. You think it's final destination for them? Oh, failing. Not that. Okay. But that's all we had for today. Are we done? Yeah. Are we actually? Yeah. Like we said before, if you guys enjoy our content, then make sure you give us a subscribe slash follow. 
Share with your friends. Mm-hmm. Leave us a review because we want to hear what you guys think. Yeah, leave us a review on like Spotify or Apple. They actually have like little places you can put podcast reviews. Yeah, and you know, tell your friends about us because that's still the best way of sharing podcasts is word of mouth. True. And spread the jelly podcast. Exactly. The jelly gospel. And if you don't agree with what we're saying, don't fucking be racist and and giving us literal death threats. So that part. Well. That would be requiring people to have at least a modicum of respect on the internet, and I don't expect that from anyone. On I the don't internet. either, but you know, let's let's we can up. we can only hope we can wish. Right. So so we're wishing. That's our wish. Exactly. And our wish is for you to have a blessed day, um, blessed week, mm-hmm. wherever you are, whenever you are, and we'll see you next time.